0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today I am talking about the perpetual Wim Hof, which I brought up in the last show, but it bears repeating. Your whole entire mode of breathing has to be now commandeered by your consciousness to kick you up into the next level, the next plane, where you have superpowers, superpowers, where you will, the the idea of impossibility doesn't exist, everything is possible, the things you think that could never happen, that you fantasize about will happen somehow. And you don't have to think about how. You just have to do the Wim Hof. You have to do the breathing. And the breathing is a pattern that goes in and out at a much faster rate than you would think. The people that, most of the people that preach deep breathing, and there is the guy Wim Hof who came up with this breathing, but he, he I, I believe he prescribes it more as a temporary thing. And what I'm trying to say is His pattern of breathing that he invented is should be inculcated as your normal breathing pattern. Now, it doesn't have to be that intense. It just has to be in that pattern. And if you continue to, if you walk around and you just, you constantly train yourself to breathe in that manner, so it becomes almost, you will forget to do it. But if you continue to consciously influence your breathing, it will soon become second nature. Your body will take it on. And that's the whole point of it, is you start to get a sense of how to keep it going. It doesn't it doesn't become an effort anymore. It becomes more like its own self-sustaining momentum. So with, when you're winding yourself up by going, you can be real explicit about it for yourself just to get yourself back in the rhythm when you get out of it. But then bring yourself back into just a silent version of it, where you're just like... Now, as you're doing that, you want to keep your brow stimulated, uh, a little bit wrinkled a little bit um focus and, and be focusing out of your eyes. Make sure you're, you're using your eyes. As you're breathing, you're using your eyes and you're taking your tongue and laying it up the roof of your mouth behind your teeth and just kind of flattening it there. And that's the, uh, the tongue posture that you need to keep. And then also periodically, tuck in your anal sphincter and that will release, uh, that will release uh, semen power into your blood. I mean, it will actually push your prostate to, like, release a little bit of your stored semen into your blood to give you power. Now, that's the main reason why you need to refrain from – and not re- you need to. It's best to refrain from jerking off. It's best to refrain from sex if you're ejaculating. Because the longer you go, the more you have stored down there and you can actually, like, call on some serious energy stores if you just plucker your ass. (laughs) Hey, man, it's funny, but it's true. It's just the way it goes, you know. Like, if you see, like, some animals, they're, like, twickering that thing, like, every two seconds. And it's going in and out, in and out, in and out. And they're getting, like, little, they're basically getting little, like, cigarette doses from it. Uh, Why I say cigarette, like little buzz kill, little buzz catches from, from stimulating their prostate and like sucking it in a little bit. So, what we have now is a a, a world of non-breathers, a world of people who are just just getting by and not really putting themselves in a position to succeed. If you're not taking in enough oxygen, the world weeds you out. It punishes you because you're here to create carbon fucking dioxide, the good kind, not the kind that comes out of machinery and uh, pollution, but the kind that comes out of your lungs. You're a factory for this atmosphere that is engendering all this plant life, and they need you to hold up your end of the bargain. And if you're breathing shallow breaths, you're a waste you're actually a net negative on this planet because you're especially as a human is accumulating all this terrible waste so so you have to transcend the waste you create as a human by taking in a ton of oxygen and 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 it's it, you can do it in a long breath way but you'll never sustain that and it's really hard to get your uh automatic nervous system to inculcate a new breathing pattern that involves long breaths. Because your actual breathing pattern, when you just let yourself not even think about it, is a shallower version of the one I'm trying to get you to engage in. And so all you're doing is pushing the limits a little bit of your natural breathing pattern. And your natural breathing pattern is small, short breaths. like that so you're just kind of elongating it you're like and you know if you want to if you're in a if you're in a place where you can make noise make the noise get it back into it I mean that's what's good about exercise it kind of reminds you of that's how you stay keep your stamina like when you're running if you engage in that kind of breathing you will go a lot longer and you will find you have a lot lower fatigue in your muscles because the more oxygen your muscles are getting the the less they hurt so when you're talking you're automatically engaging in just the right amount of breathing that's why people pay people to have to hear them talk so it's like you go to a psychiatrist just so you can just talk for an hour and just hear your thoughts and let yourself just, like, unload, and you just feel good afterward because you've taken in the right amount of oxygen and you've given out the right amount of carbon dioxide. That's, like, the 90% of it, okay? 10% of it is, oh, yeah, your psychological issues. But guess what? If you're breathing in this way, all your psychological issues are gone. They don't exist because they're replaced with oxygen. Psychological issues come in the absence of oxygen. They are the sign that oxygen is not present. That's it. You don't need to work them out. You don't need to go find your father and tell him what you think of him. You don't have to do any of that. You don't have to, you don't have to offend anyone. You don't have to get into a fight. You don't have to break shit down. You have to go to therapy. You just have to do the breathing, man. You just have to do it. And you have to be very diligent about it because the minute you stop, the minute something derails you from it, in come the thoughts. In come the debilitating mind fucks that make you not breathe at all because you're worried, because you're stressed, because you're having anxiety. And so all you're thinking about is those things, and you're not thinking about your breathing. What's going on? So just, it's like, stop, stop, like, pondering all these thoughts in your head. They're useless, okay? Your brain is a fucking calculator. That's it not here to ponder it's here to fucking be used in the moment when you need to use it and that's it okay so please let's stop with this endless rumination and bullshit okay you can use it to write songs you can use it to come up with an invention you could use it to like watch tv whatever you want like enjoy yourself with it use it as a fucking video game but it is not A philosophical ponderer. That happens when you're fucking losing air, when you're losing oxygen. You don't need to think all philosophically. I mean, you can curve when you're not uh, paying attention to it and when you're just letting it go on its own. On its own, it should be completely focused on getting yourself breathing. So take the deep breaths but take them fast, the Wim Hof way. And you'll start to understand how you can create this, like, new world around you. You are the center of a whole new universe. you understand? Like, everything changes. And your, and your memories won't remember how fucked up it was because the, the, your memories will adjust according to the higher level plane that you get on When you are breathing, so don't worry too much about seeing change. Just be like, oh well, I haven't, I don't really see any change. How about this? If somebody, if a killer is not chasing after you, you're golden. If a, if, if there's no danger immediately facing you, you are in bliss. Okay, so all your other problems, they'll all your other um, visions of what you want in the future, it will come. Just get that oxygen in. Get that. Use the fucking just cycle of in, out, in, out, in, out. And like, and then alternate talking and then going back to it and then doing things, practice doing like small feats first and try to build up to the fact where you're just doing it all the time and not to the point where somebody's next to you and be like, why are you breathing like that? But to the point where their subconscious will pick up on it and they will breathe a little bit deeper around you. Yes you can even affect other people's breathing by making sure that you breathe in this fashion in through the nose because the nose adds a certain amount of nitrous oxygen oxygen I, i'm sorry nitrous oxide that that actually gets you a little bit high whereas if you breathe in through your mouth there's no addition of nitrous oxide so if you have a clogged nose, if you have an issue with your sinuses or your remember breathing air through there is what keeps them open. Not having air come through there actually makes them clog up faster. So enjoy this new way of living because it's going to show you some really awesome portals. But You are going to fall off it now and then, and you just have to bring yourself back. A little exercise, a little brisk walk can do that. Sometimes even getting into a form of depression, inducing it through a little bit of tobacco can actually bring you back out of it. So you remember that there's that one use of tobacco to make you realize you don't need it and it sucks, and also to snap you back into this kind of breathing. So anytime, any way you can do to shock it is beneficial. And guess what? All these things that people say are bad for you, they're much less bad for you when you have a ton of oxygen going through your system. That said, we, we, I think we really have to just get on the Ramadan fasting all the time. Just don't eat while the sun is up. Just let the sun and liquids nourish your body while the sun is up and then when you when the when the sun goes down, have yourself a a balanced food meal with some protein, some vegetables, vegetables first, protein, and then no, just do not indulge in the carb high drug. Uh, it's not going to save you. It's actually going to like keep you from breathing because it creates a lot of the anxiety thoughts that occur when the breathing stops. So it, you have a much easier time getting your breathing back on track without raising your blood sugar. So avoid raising your blood sugar in any way. Yes, Forget about fruit. Forget about all that stuff. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's life's pleasures, right, these, these, these sweets that we eat, including the fruits. Before we had desserts, we had apples and oranges, okay? They're, those are desserts as well. And what they do is they raise our blood sugar and they take us out of the Garden of Eden, And that's what that parable was trying to tell us. And we're all just like, what did it mean? What is the knowledge of good and evil? It's just the knowledge of being low blood sugar and being low oxygen. And they go hand in hand. So you don't want to fluctuate with your blood sugar. And that's why you can't really take in, it's a poison, in fact, to take in anything that fluctuates Yes, anything that fluctuates your blood sugar dramatically is a poison to your body, to your mind, and to the universe. So have your cupcake, but understand where it's going. You are destroying the world by eating it. (laughs) Well, maybe not, but think about it that way. Even a little bite of it. Destroying the earth by a little bite. Yes, do not even do it. And then, you know, you can basically get away with a lot of other things. Like you become sort of superhuman if you refrain from swinging your blood sugar. It's like your Achilles heel. Thank you for affirming that. It's your Achilles heel. It's, it's all of humanity's killing. It's, the, it's actually the, the, uh, the Achilles heel of all mammals because they all fall for it and they all end up finding their way into an early grave. Now, we have the capacity to transcend this limited, finite life by taking command of our very cellular structure. So keep coming back, and remember... This is the Lectures of Fallen Wisdom.